everyone, welcome back to the Frosty and Friends podcast, where we look at whatever movies or shows we feel like and give you our honest opinions and critiques. I'm joined by What's Cody guys? and Hello. Ryan. Alright, and this week we're looking at The Lighthouse, came out in 2019, uh, directed by... Fuck, I lost <laughs> his name... Uh, he's the same guy that did the witch. Uh, um, Edgar, that was really good. Ed- Edgar, uh, I forgot his name too. If you say Edgar, yeah, right, I'm uh, gonna Robert scream. Eggers. Yeah, Robert. Robert uh, what, uh, Ro- Robert Eggers. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, Lighthouse, directed by Robert Eggers, came out 2019. Yep, stars Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson, and that's about it. And a mermaid, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Expect some spoilers here, but there is a mermaid. Expect spoilers. Expect you know fucked up stuff. Yeah. A uh, um, little gore warning. I don't know how squeamish people can get when they listen to this stuff, but we will be getting a little violent, to say the least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So have you guys, um, and I'm bringing this up now because I think it's always interesting when you compare a director's work to what he's pre or to what they've previously worked on. So have you have either of you guys seen the way? I didn't finish it, but uh, I got halfway through. It's the one spelled with two V's, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have seen that film, and might I say, it's actually not that bad. I quite liked it. I, I'd actually, yeah, the witch is really good. Um, I'd say it's kind of... I don't think it's as good as The Lighthouse, but I still think The Witch is really good. And I see a lot of his style. Like, if you show me both those films, I'd yeah. say, you know, yeah, either this is done by the same person or, like, they're, like, spirit... It's, like, a spiritual yeah, success. Very, yeah, thing. very similar uh, cinematography, definitely. That's true, too. Um, and it's so interesting because the, the director, Robert Eggers, I'm repeating his name so I don't forget it, um, he has this really, he has this kind of talent for building atmosphere yeah. and having really unique settings. You know, The Witch takes place in 1630 um, in, in a colonial America. Uh, and then you have like the lighthouse, which takes place in you know the 1890s, um, in some like l- like you know no shit a lighthouse. Um, yeah, and the accents too, like how he did those in both films. Like he was super. Oh my gosh! Right? Ro- yeah, Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe absolutely kill it with their sea shanty so good. inspired speech. What is it? I just realized, like, a couple minutes before set, setting up the link for the podcast, like, oh, we, we're we looking at two Willem Dafoe films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, yeah, they're fantastic. Um, mm. yeah. uh, some easily, I, I want to say, probably my favorite movie I've ever seen, Lighthouse. If you haven't really? seen it, I, just yes. Of if, all time. Of all time. They're, without a doubt, Robert Eagers and Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe absolutely kill it in this. He pulled film. off kind of like a cosmic horror kind of thing. Oh right? my, in the vein of H.G. Lovecraft. That's the staple. The H.P. Lovecraft H. like ins- Lovecraft, ins- yeah. inspiration from it is absolutely just perfect. I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, and I love cosmic horror, um, and so it's always uh, great. Like, I, uh, you bring up an interesting point because I didn't actually go in. I've seen this once before um, when I rewatched it as my second time, and I actually I didn't think of it as a cosmic horror. Um, I kind of thought of it as more like psychological horror. Um, psychological that gets into cosmic horror. I think what carries what carries True. it into that like realm of cosmic horror is obviously the lighthouse. That is a very like the ending of the film. Oh my gosh, that and, that gives off major cosmic horror vibes. And a second, the mermaid I want to say gives off well, a similar like mythical creature kind of deal. Well, yeah, and cosmic horror. Yeah, I, see I that. just looked up the actual definition of it. It's like a subgenre of like the unknown and kind of mm. like kind of the crazy, just like just like these ma- mystical beings and stuff. And like you see that in the lighthouse. A lot. Oh my like, gosh! Just, like, it, this unknown threat. That yeah, lighthouse is the perfect definition for that. Oh yeah, my which, gosh! I mean, the film goes upon like you have insanity with Robert Pattinson's character, as he's just like alone with the only other person being Willem Dafoe, who's a pretty weird mm-hmm. guy. I mean, well, I think an interesting thing is is it's kind of the perspective of insanity yeah. because at least for me, and maybe I'm just you know an idiot. And didn't get it but when i first went into this film you know it seems like the intent is that they want you to kind of view it from the sense of robert pattinson's character and maybe that will it's willem defoe's character who is like the insane one and then kind of the tables turn and you see that's actually pattinson who's the mm-hmm. insane one i would argue that both of them are insane i think right? i i think that's true. So yeah. his, their character's names: Willem Dafoe plays Thomas Wake, and Logan or Robert mm-hmm. Pattinson plays Ephraim Winslow, who lies about his name in the beginning. Yes. But I mean, that's his actual one. But like yeah. the other name that he had, yeah, he, Thomas. He literally yeah. just says his name is Thomas. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, oh my gosh, I absolutely love the film. Um, so let's get into the opening shot of the film. So you have like. They're on the boat and they're coming in, and you hear the light, the lighthouse, like the draw the or whatever it is, draw. the sound. Yeah. From it. The, and like immediately you get sucked into, like, I mean, you already feel unnerved right away. The soundtrack, yeah. The soundtrack yeah. just sucks you in. Yeah. And it's all yeah. very harsh. Oh, my, yes. Extremely. It's, yeah, it's harsh while, like, there's a lot of ambient noise, too, and that ambient noise coming from, like, that lighthouse, but you also have. You know, you have the rough pitter-patter of the sea and the rain, and you have the high-pitched cries of the gulls swarming. Yeah. It's it's a perfect sound design. Like, the team did a spectacular job, I believe. Oh, no, yeah, it's phenomenal. I mean, I feel like the whole film, the atmosphere, uh, the characters' low descent into dis- uh, uh, insanity, and then you have... I mean, it just shows, like, this guy, Robert Pattinson's character who he's so lonely and he starts to i mean who actually knows is the mermaid real or is it just like a figment of his imagination because he saw his doll well you can even say that through like the whole yeah everything film. Can be in his mind um, like mm-hmm. exactly um, well i think anyone would go insane if they had to live with uh, no, yeah. thomas oh my gosh the the guy or just Willem Dafoe. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, n- not even any yeah, just, just like, I'm not <laughs> shitting on the guy. Actual but... Willem Dafoe. It's just crazy. Right. But, uh, no, Thomas, like, is an 
horrible human. Like, just farts all the time, mm-hmm. cusses, and like do- makes uh, Robert Pattinson do does do all the chores. Like, dude, while he's he sits up not- there naked, up yeah. on the top of the oh, lighthouse. Yeah. Uh, right. Really weird. Uh, f- the first like scene where Robert Pattinson is actually approaching the lighthouse, and you hear Willem Dafoe masturbating to the light, and mm-hmm. you see a nice cum drip. It's shocking. There's no way to it, see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite shocking when you first see it. Mm-hmm. And then you see like the tentacles coming, and it's like, yeah, that right. that also like I, fr- I forgot about that. Uh, that gives a perfect like uh, vibe of Cthulhu esque. Yeah, so tentacles. Like, I mean, well, that's always something that you see present in like Lovecraft. Yeah, um, works is like the symbolism of the ten of fuck the tentacles mm-hmm. um, and the idea that you never actually see like a oh creature. exactly and that's also something that like like you see maybe you see like a limb of it you see a corner of it but you never actually see the creature in its entirety because that's a staple of you know cosmic yeah. lovecraftian horror is that the the things that your eyes have placed in front of them aren't perce- aren't perceivable oh. To the human yeah, you mind, you can't like comprehend. Yeah, what it's you're just it, and that, that is in the end of the movie when he looks into the lighthouse thing, the light, the actual light, and you don't see what he sees, but you just right. see him fall down like that it, right there. That is, that scene, and then, and then the ungodly scream. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, it, the the video and the sound gets so distorted. Like that scene is like quite shocking when you see it for the first time, of him like like not even being able to comprehend what he saw and that's what i love like what Mm -hmm. eagers does is he doesn't show us the actual light it's just we see the reaction and what happens to pattinson's character when he actually when he sees this like almost godly being and i love that i always love it when you know a well-done film respects the intelligence Mm -hmm. of the audience enough and we talked about this a bit in american psycho when you leave it up for the audience yeah. to guess and to discuss. And I mean, it also leads to like, you know, here we are talking about the film. So clearly it does have like an impact on mm-hmm. you. Um, and you think about it, you talk about it. And it's a great uh, narrative device that I don't think enough films are using or maybe, you know, a good amount of films are using so that it doesn't become. Well, and I love the idea how the film could go either way. Either you could, you know, imagine as. He, it was just Robert Pattinson going crazy, their hallucinations and all that. Or you can go, mm-hmm. it actually it, yeah. is mystical, and there were actually tentacles, and there was like a natural mermaid. Right, because it could just be like the light is something of like a, a yeah. metaphor. It's the idea of like, it's the reward for the person power. It's this like untouchable aspect of humanity, or like it pushes us like above others and you know allows us to be superior to other yeah. men and in addition to that like it also could be a actual cosmic entity that he's looking into which i mean exactly and the reason yeah. i say that too like there's no I right saw answer there was robert pattinson's like oh yeah i want the film to be just like he's a psycho but then uh robert eggers was talking about how like he actually did put it is somewhat mystical like the film like it's not just in his head See, and that's a good twist. Yeah. I, I like the that the uh, the actor's mindset is in like the uh, side of insanity, while the director 
comes from a different perspective almost. No, yeah. So you get so you get that clash of uh like ideas and I think it works beautifully. Well, I love that cuz you can interpret it either way. Mm-hmm. And like and you see this with uh, Blade Runner, Harrison Ford and Ridley Scott also argued over what the ending of the movie was. Like is mm-hmm. Deckard a replicant or not? So like you've seen this before and right. I think it's I think it's great. Side note, Blade Runner and its sequel are really good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And so, you know, anytime, anytime it's brought up, I feel like <laughs> I have to, I, I have to remind. <laughs> Blade Runner twenty forty nine is my favorite movie of all time. I yeah, it's I so think good. I haven't actually seen it. Uh, surprisingly, I've been meaning to watch it, but uh, I was. Well, the neat thing is that the the director of twenty forty nine, he's doing the new yeah, I'm excited film. For that. Um, which look, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm psyched out of my mind for that. Um, but yeah, Lighthouse. anyways, yeah, sorry, going back, back I, I, I actually wanted to bring this up. We were talking about imagery and symbolism before, and probably there's yes, a lot of it. Ab- there, this is a very artistic absolutely. Um, it kind of reminds me of something like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which at first might catch you off guard, but rewatch that film and just watch the cinematography and the lighting it's an incredibly artistic like every shot is so purposefully done um and you don't see that that often a very like artistic horror film you usually see that it's like best reserved for something like a, a drama mm-hmm. exactly yeah, i love i love uh, the size he shoots the film in i believe it's 13 by 9 the or 4 by i thought it was four the 4 by, by three, 3 aspect ratio that is the one i i absolutely loved it I'll just look that up to Claire. But that, that, that was that was me and Cody actually. We saw it opening night uh, oh, yeah. at, at our oh, movie yeah. theater. Oh, Dude, what man. an experience that was! Yeah. So I act. Yeah, I actually I was I forget what movie I, I ended up going to see, but I passed this mm. up. Um. Uh, I I don't even remember why. I just remember thinking like, yeah, I'm not going to go see the, the lighthouse. Um. I think it was because I knew it was a film that was going to fuck with my mind <laughs> and I was going to the movies yeah. alone. Oh, yeah. And I didn't just want to sit there like having no one to talk to after this oh, yeah. mind, after this film completely goes through my head and f- fucks it. Yeah, me, me and Cody were talking for a good bit after the film. We were just shocked. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, but this is so good. It, it's funny enough, like, <laughs> even at the movie theater, like, people uh, funniest thing an old couple had to leave i believe after after oh, the no. second masturbation scene not the yeah, first they, were sick of that. they, they, yeah. they stayed through the first they stuck around for, for yeah. the first like oh, hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> i think it could get you know <laughs> I, maybe it'll turn better they'll they'll settle their differences mm, like adults yeah. i need to see Robert Pattinson and like <laughs> oh. whatever he was in, just that shit. Dude, yeah, that, that, that was shocking. Like the right. first scene you see that in, it, it's early too. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> well, this film knows to. Ha- this film has amazing pacing, oh, yes. um, and it works well. Like this isn't a terribly long no. film. It's like it's only a, like a little hour, over yeah, it's an hour and half. half. Exactly. Yeah, and it's just it's such a perfect length um, because it knows exactly how long it it needs to be to keep the audience yeah. engaged while still cu- while still telling a comparing uh, narrative. Absolutely, and I, the film 
it would not have worked if it weren't for the performances either. Like, oh my, I do, I cannot no. get over how good Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe is. What a, what They're a so 180 good. for Pattinson to go from Twilight, Twilight. to this. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. So, and I wrote this down in my notes because I wanted to, to, to bring it up. I have seen Robert Pattinson in so many things, and Twilight is one of the only things he's been bad in. Um, he's really good in a film called High Life, The King, Good Time, That's, and Devil. Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen. Devil yeah, Time. we've seen Good Time. Oh, that is he's a, great. In that. that he's a great actor in that. Well, he, right. It's. It's so interesting too because I so I've watched a couple bits of the DV commentary for Twilight he and he Pattinson yeah. hates <laughs> Twilight. Yet. He hated every day he set. He gave it like a he gave it zero percent. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> which you could probably yeah. already guess, but it's like ev- like even like Kristen Stewart and the director like they they look back fondly at Twilight most likely because it made them a lot of money. But it kind of fucked over Robert Pattinson because then he became, you know, the yeah, guy he was from like legitimate, even though he's a super good actor, and like, right, he's literally yeah, going to be, be Batman, Batman. So that I feel like that's going to that will change his career for sure. I'm yeah, hoping God. it helps him because holy fuck, well, is I, I a bet good actor. he, it's he amazing killed movie. it. Have, have you guys seen Tenet? Yeah. Oh, dude, he was so good in that. John? Oh no, my gosh, he fucking kills it in Tenet. No, dude, he was so good in that movie. Holy, dude. Him and uh, uh, John David Washington are so oh good Oh my together. god, that, really what a great film. Yeah, That's... dude, if, dude, John David Washington should be the new Green Lantern in the Batman movie, because, like, their chemistry is so good. Dude, yeah, no, they have perfect chemistry. I absolutely love the film all the way through. Sean hasn't seen that, so let's nice. not leave him. Uh, um, I won't spoil anything. Feeling me? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll reel it back now. We're coming. We're coming back to the lighthouse. Yeah. But speaking of which, yeah. I want to talk about the imagery. Now, more specifically, mm-hmm. right? Now sorry, you get good tangents. More specifically, I want to discuss. If you guys want to look at this picture. Um, look it up for yourself. Picture. Look up Hypnosis 1904. I think we do homework <laughs> for a podcast. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, now, yeah. This, okay. is, this is a very stunning, like, very visually, like, artistic shot in the film. Now, yeah. I'll mm. try and describe it. If, but, uh... No, I even there's even like a mm-hmm. shot right here um, where it has like the oh, side by the side house yeah. and yeah side by side. So I, I'm Perfect. looking at and that yeah, too. He yeah, ra- like what a pose by Willem Dafoe, completely naked, <laughs> grabbing on. That. <laughs> well, you ha- when you're trying to hide your shot, you have to have like a good yeah. Pose for no, that <laughs> you're absolutely right. But that that scene, that entire scene in and of itself is crazy. Of of just Robert actually going up to the lighthouse for the first time, and what was this? I don't want to say this was um, when he actually saw the light. I, I believe this was beforehand. But he he mm-hmm. sees he, he's walking on the outside part of the lighthouse, and he sees himself and turns him around, and it's Willem Dafoe, I believe, eating or killing his body. And he freaks out and falls off the lighthouse and wakes up to this 
Willem Dafoe grabbing on his shoulder and shining almost the same light into his eyes. It's it, it just like a very impactful scene. Yeah, and it's very, like, I think, what is it? In my, uh, when I wrote my little uh, blurb on Letterboxd, I said something to the effect of, you know, even after watching it five times, like, you still need to rewatch the film yeah. because there's so you, you... much to digest, break down. And especially here, like, lo- looking at this, and Ryan, I, I think that's great that you, that you found kind of the, like this is what they reference. But when a film is willing to go to like that length to like reference this, I'll say like rather obscure painting because I had never heard mm-hmm. about it. Um, but yeah, it just shows you kind of the artistic intent and talent behind every shot and frame. Oh, yeah, they actually did their homework, like when they're yeah, doing no, it's it's great. I love it, and like that shot too is so crazy to me. Like <laughs> it's so shocking because you really see, and especially in the shot, you have Robert Pattinson on the ground. He's kind of in a submissive position to Willem Dafoe. So Willem Dafoe is looking down mm-hmm. upon him, the light looking down upon him. Mm-hmm. I think that's excellent there. It's just like it shows Robert Pattinson is so defeated. Well, it's also too the idea of like you see this a lot in uh, literature, like the idea of being naked. It, it puts you know, it put it puts man in his purest sure, yeah. form, and we kind of see Willem Dafoe, or at least his character, for what he is now. Now that he is naked, he doesn't have any yeah. clothes on. We see him for what he truly is, just a slave or a vessel to the light to try and lure and almost seduce and not so much in a sexual way, but, you know, uh, seduce uh, uh, Robert Pattinson's character to the will. Exactly. Yeah. And he's gatekeeping the light for like 90% of the movie. Mm -hmm. In a way, I feel like he's doing that just to like, he's just fucking with him, manipulate Robert Pattinson's character too, like. Well, yeah, dude, I, I right. the funniest thing like uh, from the film is probably when Ro- or Willem Dafoe's character is asking Robert, "Has it been two weeks? Has it been a week? Oh, yeah. five days? <laughs> two out. days? How long recollect. have you actually been here?" And it, it just it just shows how like fucked up Willem Dafoe's character is, like just an He's absolute just, asshole to Willem. Yeah, uh, no, he's Robert. messing with him at every step of the way. Just trying to piss him off in any yeah. way he can. But, uh... <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Cody. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, like, talking about the scene where, uh... Spoiler alert. Robert Pattinson <laughs> goes and kills Willem Dafoe. But, like, when he's on the ground, like, punching mm-hmm. him in the face, you saw, like, Poseidon, or whatever it was. Yeah. Triton, yeah. Triton, yeah. That was crazy. Triton. I mean, and then, then you see the mermaid, and then he's like... Yeah, great imagery. Like for for a film that doesn't use like a lot of special effects, um, the imagery like of Triton and like the the design with like all like the coral and barnacle um, like worked into a skin. It, it's some great just kind of like um, like non like nautical, almost like body yeah, horror what, yeah, type sure. imagery. Uh, you also, I mean, it's just like the film did a good job looking at rage too, just like. What happens to a man after so much isolation and so much just like annoyance from like someone else who's like mm-hmm. above him when yeah. they're pushed to the like you the see that pure limit when he takes the seagull and he just bashes it? Oh my god, I mean, I felt like that was oh, and he just god, he, was good, you know, whacks it against so well. I feel like just like you're pissed off and you're just mm-hmm. you're beating this thing, absolutely. 
it, it, and I think like it yeah. it also like just plays a toll on his psyche because he's Robert Pattinson's character is trying to like keep this secret because he did pre uh beforehand to the film he does kill someone and he's trying to escape oh, yeah. the police and like he's trying to keep this secret to himself but uh like he can't like he keeps seeing the same guy he killed over and over again and so it's like him. he can't get it off his mind he's fighting his own demons throughout the film his, right. his past has come to haunt him again yeah, it's you kind of have like that duality with the internal and external conflict. His, you know, his internal conflict of what you just said of you know what is he doing? Like, can he escape from his past? And then you also have like the external conflict in the character of Willem Dafoe, like to himself in his own body, who he physically is. Yeah. I also wanted that that's, that's a great idea and I also wanted to point out um I think almost like just like down downright crazy scenes uh is when they they have been drinking so much alcohol is that they, they run out completely so they turn to mm-hmm. lamp oil oh, and yeah. fuck oh. like honey and are just drinking straight oil and are going absolutely crazy, banging on their chests, <laughs> screaming at the top of their lungs. Right. It's it's un it's unreal how crazy it get. This film is such like a oh roller coaster, especially like in the characters. Like they can go from being at each other's throats to having a good time, you know, singing sh- sea shanties and drinking oh my gosh yeah, i yeah, think that's, that's perfectly said no it's it's the the per- most like prominent scene like in that aspect is when uh robert pattinson drunk off his mind actually <laughs> co- like makes fun of uh willem dafoe's cooking and so oh, willem yeah. dafoe right I love it, I love Willem Dafoe. He's like, like yeah. he, he's so he's so angry at him that in, he's an unbridled fit of rage screams this like he, like almost a hex this a curse on him with Triton in it, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's it's an unreal like reading. You you have to I would recommend if you do watch this film use subtitles because. You don't get. It's kind of hard to understand exactly what they're saying. Yeah. So when you actually watch it with subtitles, you get that full like, pound, like at, uh, impact of what words he's actually using. I yeah uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to do that, but my two cents on subtitles has always been, if you can, if you're fluent in the language that they're understanding, meaning if it's not a foreign film. I don't know. I'm not a subtitles guy because then I feel like I'm mm-hmm. reading the film rather than. Yeah, I, I watch a lot of anime and I usually watch with subtitles, so I kind I'm kind of just used to that. So if you're the same way, you know, I definitely watch like my fair amount of foreign stuff. But even then, like when you're watching like a foreign film, <laughs> yeah, like I, I just think that like it, you want to hear like the original actors' voices because usually like when they come in with like an ADR and voiceover they do a really yes, shit job agree. but uh so yeah if I, I would recommend then watch the film with snow sub- subtitles for the first time and rewatch it for that to get that nice like 
fill in oh, of like some yeah. gaps you might have missed and watch it with subtitles and like see what these characters are actually like you get it it's it's not like it's hard to understand what they're actually saying like no, yeah, but you're you saying to picture. actually like because when yeah. when they words. they do speak in like a really old dialect, so when they do get into that uh like rage speech, um, it's kind of it kind of loses like hard to hear exactly what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But uh, anything else you guys might find interesting about the film? So <laughs> fucking much that we can't talk about yeah, it under an hour. Like, uh, yeah, that very interesting mermaid scene. Yeah, let me just... um, <laughs> what's going on there? Right. No, uh, but, Any, uh, yeah, I think I was going to say that this film shows what you can do because outside of like the mermaid and like the one really blonde guy, it's just oh, it's yeah. literally just two actors. Oh my god! Dude, it's, and it's one setting too. <laughs> like they never yeah. leave. The it's lighthouse. the perfect film. Um, I absolutely fucking love it. They have such. It's so minimalistic. It's so good. Yet carries so hard. I know. I can't. Like I'm actually trying to think because when I first watched this film, I think I gave it a nine out out of ten, but. I don't like talking about it now. I actually, I can't put my finger on anything that I think. I is yeah, wrong in my opinion, it. ten out of ten, absolute fucking masterpiece. They, yeah. I, in my opinion, they don't miss. There's nothing wrong with this film, and the the story they tell and the character like development you see is just unmatched. Nothing feels very old right. school. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I it, like shooting it in black and white was the perfect, perfect choice because I don't think it would have worked in color. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that um, because you can tell that the sets and that the wardrobe and the lighting they were done with oh, yeah, the intent to yeah. shoot mm -hmm. in black and white, and it amplifies so much of what also the film the has. It kind of it very much has that minimalistic. Um, approach that, uh, that ryan but it builds up the mood too a lot like oh, it, it's very dark and moody film it's such it's, it's such dreary a, oh my it's, god yeah it's dreary. dark perfect yeah. word to describe it dreary oh my yeah and well because you're constantly surrounded like they're battering winds it's just an awful winning, place you know, to live like a flaming just sucks. Sucks. Yeah. yeah when he's carrying like the poop down oh my god and it like gets into his face oh and my god <laughs> and then he yeah. just screams he pattinson has like both of them have some great screams i feel like that's something that always kind of goes like a little like undershadowed but to be able to do a really good scream like oh you'll think this is really out of left field but one of like the best screams I've ever heard are some of like the original Tom and Jerry uh, skits. <laughs> For the guy that plays Tom, uh, I, I I would recommend go and oh, rewatch yeah, some no. of those. His <laughs> screams are just amazing. No, what a, yeah, Tom um, and Jerry, a fucking masterpiece in and of itself as a cartoon. And yeah, you're absolutely right. The screams, the noise, sound design is, mm -hmm. is perfect. Right. What is it? Um. Uh, what's have you guys seen the Evil uh, Dead films? Seen the remake? Um, I've, oh, I've seen the, the original. Um, no. I, 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 if I'm remembering okay. correctly, Evil uh, Dead is in Ash the, Williams Ash, in in the forest. Yeah, Ash Williams buddies. Yeah, I yeah. So yeah, he has great screams too, especially in the second one. 
Um, yeah, that film was fucking crazy. I watched it actually this Christmas with my family because I, I made them. I the yeah, awesome I, we were scrolling films. through, didn't know what to watch, and I said, "Evil Dead, perfect." Evil Dead's good. I, I think the second one's the best out of the three. Um, yeah, I've been me- yeah, I've been movies. meaning to see the other ones because they I, I I've seen snippets and they seem pretty goofy. Like that's what yeah. I heard at least, but um. Well, like, the second one has this really good mix of, like, it's a really good horror comedy. The first one doesn't really have, like, enough, like, one, enough of a budget, and two, enough of, like, strong writing to pull off horror. (laughs) And the third one is just really goofy and really fun. Um, So it's not as good, but it's more entertaining. Yeah, yeah, for real. No, the the first one is, like, really fucking cheesy, but it's, like, like, that's what makes it so funny. Because it was made by like three guys and they had like a couple hundred bucks. Dude, the writing is fucking crazy in it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So thanks for listening to our Evil Dead. Evil Dead review. Already done. Done though. Don't need that anymore. (laughs) But, uh. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know, you you, you get a two in one. You get the lighthouse and you get Evil (laughs) Dead films. But. I don't, I don't know like there are actually some similarities like I mean you have like a lot of horror that looks at the idea of like isolation and its effects on sanity but you kind of have that in Evil Dead um, of course you know The Shining oh, yeah. is an example too um, but yeah I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for like a good like isolation that melts into insanity uh, film as long as it's like, well done uh, The Lighthouse does a better job of looking at insanity than The Shining though because I feel like Robert Pattinson's descent is a lot more believable. It's just like I don't know. Well, like, it, it's you're right there with him, like throughout the entire film, because you feel like, oh, this is a normal guy. He does like there's nothing wrong with yeah. him. Like he's just he's he's just shining, true. He's really Whereas like the kind of. yeah, in the Shining, you you already get the idea of like this guy's like off. a little like he's on rocker, like, you know, yeah. the unhinged sides. He he's already kind of off and. The other thing, too, is we kind of break the focus because we have, like, a couple, like, a couple minute scenes with Will Defoe on his own, and that's it. The majority Rob, of the film is yeah. spent with Robert, Pattinson, uh, Robert Pattinson's character, you, whether that's alone or with Willem Defoe, where in, like, The Shining, you know, you break off. And we talk to, you know, we talk to Wendy, we talk to uh, uh, Danny, or we look at someone else. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, dude, that's a good point. And to like, I, I, the acting, I I can't get over. By the way, Robert Pattinson with that mustache, whew, smoking hot. Oh my, un, unreal. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god, you, dude, Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson is a cutie, and that mustache. Except, except when, he's a, when vampire, he's a vampire. Fuck Twilight, ah, dude. Personally, fuck Twilight. But uh, Vamp Nation. Vamp- <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Cody. But. The goddamn mustache is unreal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, this might be a stupid question, but is no, that it's not mustache? It, they both, yeah, they both okay. grew everything. Everything's real. Like, Willem Dafoe grew all that shit, too. What is it? I remember watching this interview that Willem Dafoe had on Conan. Um, and I forget if it was, like, before or after the film. But, um... He was talking about the lighthouse and all his um, all his farts were scripted and Will oh Defoe did God, that himself. Too. They weren't like <laughs> that's, that's, honestly, that's kind of <laughs> perfect though because you get like 
a true fart instead of like some made up like sound design like sound engineer fart yeah true it just makes it more real yeah, yeah you don't have like yeah. some fully artist so that, that <laughs> i didn't actually know that. that's pretty funny yeah well, i mean you know it's always great when you have like an actor or performer that's dedicated to their craft to deliver that level of oh my god Dude, yeah i i think they they're both like pretty crazy method actors so like which just is absolutely perfect for this film because it's literally just these two characters and uh like very specific time like setting so like it is and it never really brings attention to, to that it's just kind of something that's like mutually accepted by both the film yeah. and the viewer it never has to say like this is 1899 no it's just you know we are in a different time period and here are its limitations but we're never gonna like you know explain well, it yeah they spill did it such a good job you. creating a realistic environment that, oh like, my you don't gosh. need to be told anything like it's not filled with expository scenes where you're just sitting there like okay i get it like sick you need to tell me the whole movie now like they it's exactly. going back to that Show they don't need tell, they like, don't need to explain it to the audience it's perfect yeah exactly and it kind of it makes those scenes when then we do get into that element of cosmic horror it makes them even more impactful because we're in this really like down to earth and mundane view of reality and so then when we exit our own reality it's that it's much just more like impactful. it's such like a different setting and like time period I know you don't see many horror films with kind of like no, this nautical setting. No, you really setting. don't. And you really, I, yeah, I want to see after more. seeing the lighthouse, like I definitely want to get that like horror time films period. are stuck on the idea that you need to be around a bunch of teenagers in high school. Well, yeah, it that's yeah, it's just mainstream, unfortunately. But like, so yeah, and this actually relates to the to lighthouse. So lighthouse published by A twenty four. They oh, are nice. my yeah. favorite yeah, movie yeah, yeah. studio. Yeah. There have been, like, only a couple films I've watched. I think it was, um, like, I think Tusk. Tusk. I wasn't like, a big fan yeah, of. Yeah, that's just weird. That's not good. It's a weird that. one, and I completely miss that Johnny Depp yes. is in that. Um, yeah, he's the one, like, investigator guy um, who's hired by I the two friends. I tried to forget friends. that movie. It was so weird. It's. I weirdly like the parts, and if you haven't seen Tusk, you're not going to know what the hell I'm talking about, but uh, I really like the walrus parts because they're so funny, and not even in, like, a bad way. Um, uh, but, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, relating back to what I was saying, I love A24. They're my favorite studio. And on the subject of, like, teen horror, my least favorite studio that constantly, like... Um, I don't know what the right like manipulates like that demographic. Fuck illumination. <laughs> I hate illumination, but it, they made the first Despicable Me. Yes, and that was but a they made film, so but they made they get the they others. So Dominion movies. That's true, but I was talking about oh, Blumhouse. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Had so uh, many misses lately, dude. I hate because they. You want to talk about like teen yeah. horror? Like I think I already did like a whole bit on my podcast where i did a rant <laughs> about pd13 horror and why we rarely see it work um not that it can't work um like films like uh the ring a quiet place um scary stories town of the dark I, i'd rec i'd highly recommend I feel all like of those horror gets really into like um, the kind of the human side i don't know just like 
it needs to be R. I feel like horror, it gets taps into us. But like, not all the time. It no, can it can work, work PG with PG-13 sure. with but a like, good director. I just feel like R takes, takes it to the next level, and the director doesn't have to worry about cutting any moments. Well, that's just kind of what you get with an yeah. R film, is you don't have to worry about, you know, I feel like horror still has a lot of adult... It's just like um, a very adult genre, like the themes yeah. behind it. It can well, be. Sometimes, you get, you get a yeah. Lot of but horror, you do have but... you do have elements of children's. You even have no, children's yeah, horror. People like, um, like John Bluth and Tim Burton. They do like a lot of, um, like kind of like it's not I like it's not conventional horror, but I would consider a lot of those films to have a lot of horror elements that That's children true. can watch. So I, I well, I do think that. A, an R rating gives a horror director kind of free reign um, and free range. I don't think that it means that it's going to be ultimately better like, than a PG-13 horror. It is the case. I've most never of the time, been afraid of a PG-13 but, yeah. horror movie, like ever. Mm. I, mean, I can't name a PG-13 horror movie that I'm like, wow, this is actual horror. Like I'm scared right now. Yeah, I. I... I can only name one movie in general where I've been like freaked out. I've been by freaked it. out by a few movies. Um, Enemy is definitely a movie that freaked me out, even though it's not a horror movie really, but it's freaky. Uh, I hate to admit it, but when I, I watched uh, what it when it first came out, with, I, I think I, I oh that, that scared me. me that, that scared me pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that scared me when I first watched it. I don't know. I was a little twat when I saw it, so I don't trust my <laughs> judgment. I mean, I think I was, I was probably like sixteen. When did it? Well, that was the that was the newest one. That was no. Uh, that yeah, well, that not came the out one, not the second one. Out our yeah, the year, first one or high school. The second one wasn't that. great. Yeah, honestly. I didn't. I, didn't I wasn't a fan. Either. And I've 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 read the book. I've read and I've seen the nineteen ninety uh, original. Um, so I'm I'm a big fan of mm. it. Yeah, the chapter yeah, two was yeah. yeah. The first one definitely got me the shocking. Anyway, I mean, like okay. I, I saw clips of it, but it's like, eh, it's whatever. Yeah, there's this one great bit from it where they um, what is it? Where they 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 essentially find out like to beat Pennywise, oh, I think they that's have to roast that's, him for it. Uh, like, yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's not great because they just start yelling clown at him and then he shrivels into like a raisin or something and then they like, like, kind of like grab his yeah, heart out. Yeah, I, that, yeah, that seems weird. Actually, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, Stephen King doesn't work no, too well not, with not really. film. So, anyways, before we get into the whole thing <laughs> about Stephen King, oh. I think, unless anyone else I, has anything to say um, i do have some interesting facts if uh oh yeah go so it, going back to a24 this film was actually uh an indie film it wasn't even uh it wasn't even full flesh yeah, so that's just that. like for so for an indie film just to carry this hard like and probably be like one of the best films ever it's pretty crazy well yeah I, I love you indie can see films that, and triple A films. Well, an indie film, in the same I feel like regard. there's a lot more love that goes into them because oh, way smaller yeah. budget. Yeah, there's because they don't have an agenda. Like, like a publisher will come in, yeah. they'll bring like studio executives. They'll say like, "We need this message. We need like this." No, plot this point. is the director being able to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Like this is their passion. Yeah, indie films yeah. allow directors to have passion projects. Exactly. 
and you see that very rarely in a big studio film not that all right not that all big studio films are bad it's just you know they feel more like a product exactly. than a work of art yeah. and secondly i had something that just like just to end the podcast on a on an angry note um i the fucking Uh-oh. film got snubbed so hard from oh, the oscars, yeah, the oscars yeah. oh my stupid. god they they should have won yeah like oh. literally any like oh my god it, it, it's unreal i stopped i stopped caring about the academy oh no the academy awards years is the ago. dumbest um, thing ever now it's just, yeah they, it's they've so... got yeah it's just bad now well it's it like they literally they don't vote on the best film they all get around and they're like i want you to vote on this film uh, and then my buddy's gonna vote on this film. Like they actually do that. <laughs> really? People voting on these films. Oh my yeah. god! Like there's yeah. been a lot of controversy. I think uh, probably the most yeah. recent. Uh, I think 2019 Parasite. I think that was a really good. Uh, yeah, I like that movie a lot. That... Oh my god! I still you haven't seen it. See. So. I, it. It 100% deserved. I know. It. Uh... That's what I heard, and I was actually, you know, I'll give the the Academy a, a bit of praise. You know, I'm I'm happy to see like that was the first non-American oh, yeah, film, film to win the yeah. Academy Award for Best Picture. It's yeah, such, it's such a good film. I recommend oh, yeah, that it to everyone. Good, yeah. yeah, I know. There's so many films I haven't seen, and I've seen a thousand <laughs> and three Jesus. films. Oh my god. Gee, uh, yeah, I, I keep track, and I just add <laughs> each time ridiculous. I see a new one. Yeah, I've seen a thousand and four actually. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Cody. God uh, damn it. Funny, funny guy. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I forgot what I was about to say. Um, oh yeah. I, yeah Speaking I, of I Parasite, think I up. think we should do that one next. That might be a good film to discuss. Yeah, well, yeah. So we can giving talk about the audience uh, something to look forward to. Oh, little, teaser, little maybe teaser, that's a little Marvel yes. end credit yes, yes. scene. All right. Well, Ryan, you said that you give this uh, 10 uh, out, without uh, a 10 doubt, out 10, ten out of ten. Eleven out of ten, best film ever made. Nothing like it. <laughs> it it breaks yeah, it Absolutely. breaks numeric value. Uh, yeah, Cody? now that you said it, like there's not many issues with it. I'd probably give it. No, I can't. Yeah. think of a damn one and you know someone tell me one if you um, can not please, enough explosions but, but... <laughs> wasn't wasn't an action film so bad bad movie wasn't no a but yeah i would superhero? say it's bad. screen was, screen was small. <laughs> bad movie uh why movie why wouldn't render in color screen yeah i, I can't watch this Ugh. no but i'd probably give it 10 out of 10 TV broken. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, yeah, it's interesting. Usually I am so damn picky about giving a film a 10 out, out of 10 because I will go in and just nitpick everything about it, but I can't find anything to nitpick. This so good, movie okay. is just mm, so good. So yeah, 10 out of 10 for there me There you go, too. folks. 10s uh, all across Sean, the Sean gives it a 10, so it is probably one all of around. the best films known to man. Give it a, give it a watch. No, if if I give something a 10, it means that I'm just, some, <laughs> I'm just another douche with yes. an opinion. So yes. 
if you hate this film, if you love this film, that's up to uh, you know that's up to you. But we're just here giving our own opinions and critiques. So take it as you will. All right. Well, with that in mind, thanks everyone for listening. Um, We set up an Instagram recently um, uh, for the podcast to try and get more people into it. Uh, it's I think frosty dot n dot friends dot one because some <laughs> douche already took frosty and friends. Really? I I know. I want to beat this <laughs> oh, fuck up. I who who took the name? Let's find his page. Record it. It reminds me of this That's one. It, you're right. It reminds me of this one bit from. Like this is gonna be this is gonna seem like a weird reference, but it reminds me of the one bit from Family Guy where like they're doing like a, a who done it or like mystery oh, yeah. like murder type thing. Where like this one like this one guy was killed and they're trying to find out okay who is like reason to kill him. And so Adam West, who's the mayor of the town, he's like he took my name like I had to be Adam West one, even though the guy wasn't Adam West. <laughs> It's like that. It's like, God damn it, we're Frosty and Friends. You can't oh, take yeah, our, our name. name. It's our livelihood. our name. Yeah. Awesome, guys. All right. Well, with that in mind, thanks for listening. And See you guys. Say bye. Have a good one.